If you've gone through or are going through a divorce, feeling sorry, sad, or disappointed over something you did or didn't do could leave you experiencing regret. Regret can weigh you down and become such a focus in your life that you're unable to identify the many accomplishments you've achieved. If it were up to us, we'd all live lives with no regret, but there are many times when it's unavoidable. In this episode, I share seven tips to help you deal with regret so you can live an unfettered life. I'm Dr. Lisa Summerauer, and I'm here to help you live your life your way because divorce is not a destination. This should be loud enough. It's sounding loud on my end. Hello and happy December 22nd. It is three days. We're three days away from Christmas, folks. Three days away from Christmas. I am Dr. Lisa Summer Hour. This is Divorce is Not a Destination. A little about me. I am creator of a proprietary program called Divorce is Not a Destination. And it is for women who are in high profile positions who have gone through a divorce or they're on the brink of a divorce. And it's for some who are working to avoid divorce. And I know that they're looking for a place where they can find community, some place where they can have support and confidentiality. And the program is designed to help them deal with embracing accountability, uh, getting alignment so that they're in alignment with their values and their faith. Their behaviors are reflecting their values and their faith. I work with them on learning to communicate with confidence and no guilt. And I work with them on learning to trust themselves again, because that's something that uh, a lot of folks going through divorce tend to struggle with. And it's important to do that. I want people to understand you are capable of making the best decisions for yourself. So that's something else that we work through in the Divorce is Not a Destination program. This podcast is a part of that program where we can invite the general public, people that are not in the program, to join us in these conversations Um, about what this divorce experience can be like. And everyone on here has not been divorced, but they still can relate to a lot of the topics. And tonight I'll be talking about being able to bring peace into your life by letting go of regret. Into your life by letting go of regret. And regret is something that we all deal with. I would venture to say that for many folks who have gone through a divorce, there are things that you look back on and say, I wish I hadn't done that, or I could have done something different. I regret doing this, or I regret not doing that. Um, And I'm talking about regret, not from a place of guilt. Um, I I don't want it to be, it doesn't, regret doesn't have to come with this, uh, this guilt where you just constantly feel so bad about it that it's harder to overcome. It may just be, you know, there are things that I've learned that I didn't know then. And when I look back, I realize I could have handled some things differently. So it's, it's best if we could all go through life and not have anything that we ever regret. I don't think I know anybody that's lived a life where they don't regret anything. There's nothing they look back on and say, I might've done this differently. And, and there may be a reason for that sometimes. And and I'll go through some of that as I'm going through the few things that I'm talking about. I think I have six or, or seven things that I'm going to go through. And one of the ways that people move past that, that idea of regret is in how they view what had happened. 
So, hey, I see uh, Wanda here. I see my mom here. I see Gail is here with us and she's actually in. So folks, I think now if you have an Android phone, you're actually able to join us live on the air. So um, let's see, Gail, if you're able to clap, I don't know if Gail, let's do a test here. If you can see the react button in the lower left of your screen, click on that and see if you can push something and send it and we'll see what reaction you posted. Everybody go ahead and, and post something there. And just some more technical things in the lower right of your screen, if you see a circle, I see Wanda clapping. If you see a circle with two bars, that is how you can ask questions uh, off camera. You can just request uh, to speak and you can request to be on camera if you, if you want to. And it's also how I can get you up there. So I'm not sure. Uh, I know sometimes my mom is not seeing this link and I keep forgetting to have her check with the tech department, but Wanda's is working and it looks like Gail's is working. Uh, mom, I'm going to see if you clap and I see Nadine is here tonight. So let me go ahead and jump on in. Things that can bring you peace, the way to bring peace into your life um, by letting go of regret. So the first thing is to acknowledge that you're, you're feeling sorry about what you did. You, you have to first identify what this thing is. If, you, if you're feeling regretful about something, can you identify it? And, you know, it could be anything. If it's a divorce, maybe you regret not working harder at the marriage. Maybe you regret not being available. Maybe if you had children or have children, maybe you regret not spending more time with your family or with your children. And so these may be some of the things that, that are going through your mind. And the first thing is to recognize uh, how you're feeling about that. You know, how is it making you feel? Um, acknowledge that you're feeling sorry about it. And I would take it another step further and say, write it down. I'm always saying, write it down because there's so much power in being able to put things on a, on a pad and write them out or type them out and to be able to sit and read through uh, what you wrote, what, what are your thoughts that you're having? Sometimes things are going through our minds so quickly and we don't take the time to capture them and really, really internalize them. So I would say write them down and go through why are you feeling regretful? Why are you feeling regretful? So there's some steps to this. First, acknowledge that you're feeling some kind of way and then figure out why. What did you, what do you feel like you missed by not spending time with your children? Um, what do you feel like you missed by not working harder on your relationship? If that's something that you're regretting, uh, maybe it's something that you said, you know, what happened after you said that thing that you might not be able to take back. I see my mom is giving a thumbs up. So I think she's, she's got access to all her little bells and whistles. So this is the, the first thing you want to. And, and the reason this first one is so important is when you can identify, first of all, that you do feel sorry about something. And secondly, to be able to identify what it is and why this is going to show you what you're, what's out of alignment for you, because if it's not feeling right, if it's not, um, it's not a way that you wanted to present yourself, that's a clear indication that your behavior was out of alignment with how you see yourself, how you want to be seen. So it's out of alignment with your values, or it's out of alignment with something that has to do with your faith, your belief system something is out of alignment. And so when you can identify that, that's huge because it gives you a guide. It gives you that North star of how you want to be versus how you were in this particular incident. And it doesn't mean that you have this, um, <clears throat> this, uh, um, unfixable 
character flaw. It may have been in that moment or in that situation where you got off track, but now that you're able to identify, this isn't really who I am or this isn't how I want to be. Now you've, you're in a position to make, make some changes. So that's, the, that's one thing. Um, another thing to look at when you're looking at regret, the things that you might be sorry for, how it, and if, if and how, how can you make this situation better? So can anything be done to change the situation, to sort of self-correct? And what that would look like is, can you bring this thing back into alignment? So maybe you haven't been spending the time with your children that you wanted to be able to spend with them, but there's, you're still able to do it now, you know? So they're young enough for you to still be able to make those changes. Um, maybe you have been working too many late hours and it's not leaving you time even for yourself, right? And so maybe you are now able to make those changes and you can self-correct. Self maybe there's something that you've always wanted to do. Wanda, I am not gonna pick on you right now with your she shed. Well, maybe I will, but you can chime in if you want. Um, if there's any regret, I don't know, you may not even be feeling regret because I know you're already working on some stuff. Um, I thought my sister and I built a lot of stuff. Wanda builds more things than we do. Like this woman builds like entire pieces, rooms of furniture, cabinets for your kitchen, the whole thing. It's, it's insane. Um, so if, if you can make this situation better, what would that look like? So what would you need to do to make this situation? And that's not always an option. So when it is, again, sit down with a pen and a piece of paper, go through that first thing of acknowledging what it is, how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, what do you feel like you missed? And then you can continue to write, what would I need to do to change this if there's a way for me to change it? Can I fix this? And have that conversation with the other person if there's another person involved. Now, you can always have the conversation, even if it's not something you can go back and undo. Having the conversation and being vulnerable enough to say, you know, I was giving some thought to this part of our relationship, this part of my life. And I realized there were some things that I could have done differently. And I'm feeling some kind of way about it. And it doesn't mean you're trying to get the relationship back or get the person back and you can let them know that as well. Um, but it, it does mean that you've gotten to a level of self-awareness and, and are willing to be that kind of vulnerable and honest to be able to say, I could have, I could have approached this differently or I could have put more effort into going to counseling, whatever it is, and share that with them. Because believe me, uh, most people are going to appreciate the fact that you backed up and were able to have that conversation. And it has nothing to do with either one of you wanting the relationship back. I just want to put that out there because I don't want you thinking I'm saying, go get them back by apologize. No, <laughs> no. Um, you're where you are for a reason and that reason may be good for both of you and that still doesn't uh, negate the fact that you can have that conversation if your relationship will allow for it. So a third thing, what did you learn from the situation? Okay, um, you can gain back a lot of your emotional strength by completing this step. And this one lets you sit down after the fact after the faulty decisions have been made, all of that, and sit down and ask yourself, what have I learned? Um, I can look back on it now and I know what I did do and I know what I didn't do. 
what did I learn and what will I do differently if this ever happens again? Yeah, this is a this is a this is a growth step uh, here. So some things are done and they're gone forever, but there are those things that you can take yourself through this exercise of, okay, so if something like this happens again, I could do this or this or this. And you actually kind of pre-program yourself so that if you do uh, end up in a similar scenario, you've already put in your mind, um, these are the things that are important to me. These are the things that I value. This is what my faith tells me. And this is the person that I want to be. And because of all of that, if this happens again, this is how I'm going to handle it. And you can basically write that script out for yourself and pre-program that behavior in so that you're not, um, you're not reacting. If something happens, you're always going to put yourself in a position to respond. And that's actually another one of the, the things on the list here apply the new learning to your life now. So that's exactly what, what I just took you through. You do this exercise. And so when something happens that could have in the past, and you can tell yourself, I used to do this in the past, this would have caused me to behave in such a way. But now, because you've reprogrammed yourself, um, you can move forward without regret. And the way you do that is the first thing you do is you pause. So we're not going to, we're not going to react. We're going to respond. And you do that by pausing and then thinking about what just happened and thinking about what your options are. And in all of that, you can actually take whatever time you need to go. Okay. I know how I want to show up. I know the type of person that I am and I want to be able to present that way. What does that look like? Hey, TLC 21. Um, so you can, you've programmed this in. And so now when you have this thing happen, you're going to, you're going to pause, you're going to think first, you're going to respond and not react. And you're going to maintain your tranquility through whatever this trauma or drama is to the best of your ability. Now, I'm not talking about um, something that happens that's just, you know, extremely traumatic in the moment where you're just going to respond, uh, react anyway. But this is a situation where maybe it's a conversation or maybe you've just learned about something. And you're not going to pick the phone up and just go off because you're going to take a minute and pause and think about it. Because the, the goal here is to not do something that you're going to, <laughs> that you're going to live to regret later, right? Because it's about bringing this peace in. And very often the way we end up doing things that we regret, we're not thinking about peace. We're not thinking about tra tranquility. We're basically not thinking. We go immediately into reacting to something that happens, some external thing, instead of us taking a moment and going inside, being really introspective, and then figuring out what's the best response for this. And sometimes the best response is to say nothing, is to do nothing, is to not visibly respond or vocally respond, and just let yourself sit with it, even if you have to sit with it all night. Um, whatever it is will likely still be there tomorrow. There's a, a quote that Lucille Ball used to say that she'd rather regret the things that she did instead of the things that she did not do. Now, I, I, I read that and I, I have another quote from my grandmother that I'm gonna share with you, but I read the one from Lucille Ball and I thought, wait a minute, I gotta kinda, I gotta break that down because some people may hear, I'd rather regret the things that I did instead of the things that I didn't do and think, oh, then that means I could just react. And if I act like a complete fool, 
I'll deal with that later because I'm going to tell people what's on my mind. And what do people say? Um, I'm just keeping it real. I hate when I hear I'm just keeping it real because it usually means somebody's getting ready to say something they know they shouldn't have said. But they think if they preface it with, I was just being honest or I was just keeping it real that they can say something that's hurtful or spiteful or disrespectful or inconsiderate and they think they've justified it. They have not justified it. It doesn't justify it. So Lucille's balls thing was not about doing something that you know you're going to regret. It's not about doing something hurtful. Hers was more on the positive of I'd rather, for instance, I'd rather go on a vacation by myself than not do that thing and then regret not doing it later and missing this opportunity. And Lucille Ball, if you know her story, was a groundbreaking woman in television as a producer, as a, a writer, as a director, as a, you know, all of that. The first woman on, on, on primetime television to be seen pregnant, all of these things. And so for her, there were things in her career that she, she basically said, I'd rather go and break this barrier and, and do that than regret not pushing forward. And so if it's something like that, it's, it's looking at it from a positive that you don't want to regret not fully living your life. So when we're talking about maybe going back and having a conversation with someone about something that happened between you, um, the question is, am I going to feel better doing it, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it feels a little difficult and awkward? Am I going to feel better about myself doing it or not doing it? And often, if you can push yourself to do that and just step into that little moment of discomfort, you're going to feel much better having done it than living with, man, I wonder what might have changed if I had gone ahead and had that conversation. So think about the things that you can do so that you don't regret just being idle, right? And these are the positive things, not the things that you know are probably inappropriate anyway. So it's not, I'm just going to act impulsively uh, because I don't want to regret not doing anything. It's I'm going to do that thing that I think is going to create a better environment and a better relationship between me and this person or just a better uh, feeling about yourself. I'm going to do that thing, even though it's uncomfortable, because I don't want to regret not taking a chance on me. And that's really what you're doing. It's you taking a chance on you showing up as the best person you possibly can, even in an uncomfortable situation. And those difficult and uncomfortable uh, conversations are sometimes the, the things that show us how we've grown because we're willing to step into that, that uncomfortable place. Um, Another one here is give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. And before I get into this, I'm just going to ask if you're thinking as you're listening to me, if you're thinking about something you've done in your life or even someone else's experience without sharing their name, where you feel like, you know, this is something I could have handled or this is something in my past that I regretted and this is what I did or didn't do, I would love for you to share, uh, share your story, especially if it's around a divorce or your relationship or, or something with your, with your kids as a result of the divorce, because I think it helps other people to know one, you're not alone. There are other people who have gone through all of these things and they have come out and survived and thrived beautifully. And so here is one of those spaces where I, I love the, my, my audience that comes on because folks are always willing to share or very often they're willing to share. So another thing I want you to be able to do in order to find this piece 
and letting go of regret is to give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Um, yeah, maybe you did mess up. Maybe you messed up and you hurt someone and you made things uncomfortable and maybe you weren't the parent you wanted to be for your kids all the time. Um, but you now have a better understanding of what was going on in that situation and how you would do things differently now. And if you've acknowledged it, uh, what happened, you've identified what you would do different. You've kind of created that, um, that model in your head of if something like this ever happened, or if somebody came to me for advice around this situation, this is what I would share with them about what I learned. Um, not necessarily telling them what they should do, but you can always share from your perspective about what you learned and see how that lands with them. And once you've done all that, you really have to learn to give yourself a break and, and show yourself grace. Show yourself some grace because if, if you never get around to forgiving yourself, you will carry that regret around like a weight. And that is how it could fester and turn into feeling guilty. And, you know, I think I did a show a while back and it was guilt is what we do to ourselves. And then if it's out there with the wrong people, shame is what we allow people to do to us. And you don't want it to go to either one of those places. So nip it in the bud while it's just, you know, I feel, I feel bad about this, but I really do believe that regret is like the stepping stone into guilt. If we don't arrest it, if we don't really address it. And in order to do that, you have to be able to forgive yourself, whatever it is, you have to be able to forgive yourself. Brian Stevenson says, we're all more than the worst thing that we've ever done. We're all more than the worst thing that we've ever done. That it, that can't, the worst thing you've ever done cannot be the one and only thing that defines your entire existence on this earth, right? And so even with things like regretting behaviors, not spending enough time, working too much, um, passing up opportunities, uh, getting fired from a job because you were doing things you should, whatever it is, you're more than that one incident in your life. And so if you can forgive yourself um, and not continue to beat up on yourself, it will be a weight lifted off of you that, that I can't even explain. So ignore, um, ignore your ability to have the conversation with anyone you impacted negatively. Um, don't do that. Don't ignore that opportunity to have that conversation. Um, and that again is going to help you kind of give yourself a little bit of a break because doing that, you literally get it out of your system. You have that conversation. If you don't have that opportunity, I would find a friend and really have a conversation with someone that you can trust and let them know, you know what, I've been thinking about something that happened with this person and we can't have that conversation. Now, maybe it's because they're no longer here. Maybe it's because your relationship ended in such a way that you just don't communicate anymore. And you can have that conversation with a confidant and let them know, this is how I'm feeling about it. These are the things that I regret. This is what I wish I could say. And I'm going to tell you again, get a pen and a piece of paper out and write that letter to them. Even if you never mail it anywhere, write it and put it in an envelope. And who knows, maybe there will come a day where you're able to send the letter but you're gonna feel different about getting it out of your system. And if you have another person to speak with about it, even if it's not the person that was in the situation with you, you will be amazed at how much better you feel 
having that conversation with that with someone just just any person that you can trust so after giving yourself a break this is it you got to let it go you got to let it go you got to let it go um there's going to come a time that you get to just sum it up you get to acknowledge what you did and move on you got to let go of the negativity in order to make room for positive things to happen you have to let go of the regret in order to make room for the peace you cannot have peace around a situation if you're living with the regret of that situation those two things are not going to survive in the same space so if you really want to have peace around whatever that thing was whatever your issue was you got to find a way to let it go and these steps will give you a process that you can go through to be able to move through it and let it go um, you got to make room for love you, and and it starts with you making room for being able to love yourself so the the steps that we just talked about that i just went through was acknowledging that you feel some kind of way acknowledging that you feel regretful that you feel sorry about whatever it is that happened um, think about how can you make the situation better if that's even possible are you able to have a conversation are you able to change your behavior so that you can create new patterns so maybe it's still happening and you're now able to arrest it acknowledge it and make that change sit down and figure out what did I learn from this whether you were able to make changes to adjust it or not there's probably something that you've been able to learn if you're at a place where you can look at it now and and say yeah I feel some kind of way about this figure out what did you learn and then decide what would the behavior look like now that I've grown so you're going to design that new behavior pattern um in your mind in your being so if any situation like this happens again you're already programmed so that's the fourth thing then uh, reflect on it and reflect on you know what are the things that i want to do so i don't have regret in my life how do i want to show up in this world so that i live in a way that i don't regret not being the person that i know i'm designed to be um, six give yourself a break give yourself a break be good to yourself and understand that you've done everything that you can do and now you need to give yourself a break you need to forgive you and then the last thing was to let go let it go and breathe it all out and make room for that peace to come into your life give yourself space so that you can love yourself and all of this this is really good for you this isn't even on my list this just hit me as i was uh, saying let go um be able to take all of this information and use it on other people when you know you're you're dealing with someone who has something they regret that they've done that's impacted you in a negative way maybe you're going to be the one to go to them and, and see if you can initiate that conversation but when they do if they do come to you maybe they heard the show i don't know maybe you shared this with them but if they do come to you and you realize in that moment wow wait a minute this person is having that really difficult conversation with me where they're acknowledging and apologizing for something that they did and they're trying to tell me that they regret have creating that experience in my life M make sure something in your mind and your heart clicks so that you can receive that and go into the i'm not going to react I'm going to sit still and I'm going to give them the space to be able to do this so they can heal 
and it's going to give you space to be able to heal as well. So I don't want you to just be able to do this for yourself. I want you to be able to recognize when somebody is blessing you with the gift of sharing with you how they have regretted something, because that's an apology coming from the heart when someone's able to sit and do that with you, because it's more than just, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It's like, no, I did something and I regret it because I've actually sat down and thought about it and been able to reflect. This is what I learned. And I know now I'm a different person and I would never do something like that again. That's a whole different conversation. So be mindful if you hear that uh, conversation coming to you, because man, what a gift that would be. So I'm going to open it up right now. Um, hi, really? I'm going to open it up right now and see if anybody has any thoughts or comments, questions, reactions. Do you have any situations in your life that you can look back on and say, yeah, I had something that I regretted and this is how I dealt with it. This is what I learned about myself. Or did this ever happen to you where someone came back to you after the fact? And I don't know, I'm going to hit this right here because I don't know if uh, my mom is able to be on here or not. So I'm going to send you the invitation. If you want it, you have it there because I don't know if your phone is stuck again. And for those of you who are new, if you go to the circle down in the lower left, you can hit that and you'll see a button, a line that says request to speak. And I think uh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline, you are on there. Hello, everybody. <laughs> no, I really, I just wanted to let you know that I'm, I can uh, react and everything. Uh, I'm sure that has happened in my life. I cannot, I mean, at my age, I'm sure I've done things to people that, you know, may not have been showing the best side of me, but um, I can't think of anything specific, specific right now, but I do hear everybody. Hello, really, TLC, mm -hmm. Nadine, Wanda. Yeah, I hear the, I hear the applause. Well, let me see if anybody else has anything before we, um, before we are off tonight. I hear some folks clapping. Thank you for that. So look, we are three days away from Christmas. Um, I didn't put it up this week, probably next week's show. I'm going to put a link up because in January, I'm going to be doing my year in review. And I actually have a document, a PDF that you can download and you'll be able to go through your entire year of 2022 and figure out what things worked out the way you thought they should and what things didn't. And it's a, a way for you to assess this past year so that you can get yourself geared up and excited and ready for a fantastic 2023. So it's a wonderful end of year review. And I typically give this away uh, somewhere either on a website or something. So I want to make it available here so that I think the middle of January, I'm actually going to do a show just on that review. So anyone who has downloaded the PDF and walked through it, they'll be able to come on the show. And I'm basically going to do, last year I actually had a session with about four people on it. And I did a coaching and just walked them through their reviews together. And so I'm going to put that out for anyone on the show and I'll, I'll have the link ready for next week. And you'll be able to click the link here and download it and you can print it out and walk yourself through your review. And then if you want to come back on the show, we can share some of the things that we learned about the end uh, uh, going through 2022 and what we want to see happen in 2023. So stay tuned, come back for that, and I'll, I'll make sure the link is available. In the meantime, folks, have a wonderful Merry Christmas. If you celebrate, if you're 
in the middle of celebrating Hanukkah right now. Um, I hope it is a blessed time with the friends and family. If you are going to celebrate the tradition of Kwanzaa, uh, you, you've got a couple days before that starts. And I just hope that everybody takes some time out. Take a few minutes and find some time for yourself in the middle of all of this holiday hustle and bustle. Whether it's a, a nice long bath or a walk or find a quiet place to sit and just reflect on what this year has been like for you. We're still dealing with the pandemic. Hopefully everybody on here has, has stayed healthy or is healthy right now. But take a few minutes out for yourself while all of this family time and friend time and shopping and all this stuff is going on. It'll do your heart good just to have a little bit of downtime. So thank you for joining me tonight. Everybody have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to my series, Divorce is Not a Destination. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Divorce is Not a Destination. And if you enjoyed this episode, recommend Divorce is Not a Destination to your family and friends. Be sure to join my live audience and see upcoming shows by registering for access here at Fireside. That's firesidechat.com backslash Lisa Summer Hour, L-I-S-A-S-U-M-M-E-R-O-U-R. Catch replays here on Fireside or your favorite streaming channel. Until next time, remember, your life, your journey, and divorce is not a destination. Live on Fireside.